Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. You can follow me at Mike Dugar. I'm verified, so I don't even really gotta spell it out no more. Chris, talk to him. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Christopher Kidd. You can follow me on Twitter at C K I D D two zero six, and that's C Kid two zero six. All right, folks. Apologies for a little. How much space did we have between? It was about nine, was, ten days. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about that, folks. I was traveling. I was in Phoenix uh, at the NFL owners meeting, which, to be honest, was a very good time. Uh, but you think that they're gonna let you in to like watch all these rule change decisions and meetings? And it's like, nope, nope. You just get to walk around this five star hotel you can't afford to stay in, and just look at the the Benzes and uh, Ferraris and Range Rovers in the parking lot. They had good finger sandwiches, though. They did. They took care of us. And free coffee. <laughs> I did I did appreciate the, the free coffee. But And also, we did get like an hour with Pete Carroll. So that was fun over breakfast. And I found out he does not like uh, ketchup on his eggs. So that was very important development. Wait, wait, Chris, do you like ketchup on your eggs? I can't say that I ever really tried it. Don't. There you go. I think I'm good. Don't, don't. And don't trust nobody who puts ketchup on the eggs. Uh oh. He, he said trust. All right. Come on. There's a few things that if you have if you do them, I cannot trust you. Right? That's uh that's putting ketchup on your eggs. That's drinking LaCroix. Have you had a LaCroix? Yeah. The, the homies in LA drink that. I'm like, y'all wild and yeah, bro, there's something wrong with them. Have you ever had one of those? I looked at it and said I don't want to taste it, if that yeah. makes sense. No, it's yes, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> don't. That stuff that, that that's that's nasty. I can't I can't. And anyone who orders extra olives on anything, right? <laughs> I just on, see Chris's extra. face when I just said that. I don't even. Okay, I don't want to get off on that, but no, we're yeah, good. Those are a few things there. It's like if you do this, I cannot trust you. So yeah, did find that out about Pete Carroll. What we also found out is what Doug is going through injury wise. Because like most people listen to uh, Doug and Jermaine Curse on a uh, Cliff Averill show uh, on KJR. Shout out to Cliff, just dropping all the exclusives on his show, by the way. We got to catch up. Cliff didn't pass this up. But Doug mentioned that in addition to the shoulder surgery and the knee surgery that he he's had this offseason, he's having another surgery, a sports hernia surgery that he's supposed to have next month. And then there could be more after that. Like, when I hear that, I'm I'm thinking, ooh, okay. So they already only had two receivers last year, basically. Right? So, like, what they had David Moore for like two months. He was hot. He was hot like in October, November. Uh, we already know they didn't have he who should not be named on this on this podcast. <laughs> That's how we're going with that now. Every time the name gets thrown out there, it's always associated with me. I don't even know the cat. Uh, they had what? What Jerron Brown have? What? Fourteen catches? Fifteen catches? Five touchdowns? Not a good year. Yeah, it's well, it's it's a weird like ratio. I think he only had fourteen like receptions, but then had like yeah five touchdowns, which is I think the same as Doug and David Moore. I think. I think Tyler had like 10. So they already had a bunch of dudes who weren't consistent as is. And now they're losing Doug. Not losing Doug. We don't know. But it's like, come on. What, what Doug's 30. Three surgeries in one offseason. Already had a bad knee last year. I'm one of those people who don't think knees get like a ton better in football because you're just using them so much. And you're getting hit by other grown big dudes. So like, what are they going to do now, a receiver? Right now they need to. The draft would be your first starting point because Ty- Terrell Williams, he's on. He's in Oakland now. Who's that? Oh, the dude from the Chargers. Dude, dude from the Chargers. Chargers. He's in Oakland. He's nice, right? Yes, he would have. I mean, people had concerns about him catching the ball. He had a few drops, 
but that's anything, a big concern. Anything, <laughs> I think anything's better than Brandon Marshall from what we saw last season. Come okay? on, man. He who shall not be named, man. <laughs> oh, you did mention that. My fault, man. I, yeah, just, he I should, just completely yeah, forgot. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. See how you could uh, for, for, forget that. And then the draft, as I mentioned before, I think that's another spot the Seahawks probably need to look at. And then, unfortunately, Jordy Nelson retired. That was going to be. Oh, did you were you on the Jordy Nelson? I didn't. Thing? I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, his production oh, in Oakland man. was not good because, well, they had no O line and they were a terrible football team. Not much you can do when you're a terrible football team. Your receivers aren't get too many catches. That's why Dallas was able to trade and get their basically number one receiver, and he panned out pretty well for them for the most part. I think Jordy would have been a solid fit. I'm not saying he would have led the team in receptions, but I know he would have did a lot better than. A man that we oh, shall not name. On. Oh, I can't guarantee that. I, I can't guarantee that. There, I can't guarantee that Jordy would have made it through their bye week. Oh, he I'm would very have. serious. Oh, you can be serious. I think Why he would Why are you would've. so confident? You know Brandon at his best is better than Jordy at his best. Oh, right? that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. But I think over the – actually, I don't know. That's a good debate because I remember Jordy Nelson, and I don't remember the year, but there was a, a few seasons where Jordy Nelson was – Guaranteed, arguably the best receiver in the NFL. No, no. Yes, I think at his like best, he was like top four ish. Is that not best in the NFL when you're in the conversation of the top four? What are you talking about? Um, it depends because uh, a couple of those years, like Calvin Johnson was like far and away. Okay, that's fair. So like there was no discussion for like what like five years for okay for five. But I think Jordy he had a he had at least two three seasons where he was arguably the number one guy in the NFL. Mm, no, I think okay. So in 2014, he had 98 catches, 1500 yards. Before that, he had 85 catches, 1300 yards, and after that, 97 catches for 1250. And he also led the league in receiving touchdowns. So that the year he led the league in receiving touchdowns was the year I thought he was arguably the best receiver in the NFL. You that, can go ahead and read me who else was in that class with catching touchdowns and everything, but Jordy would definitely be. And he, he well, first of all, Jordy is a system guy. He went over there in Green Bay, and him and Aaron Rodgers connected like dots. That's how great they were. He was the guy that I first – the first time I heard the, the, the route called a sluggo, which is a slant go. Jordy perfected that. It was it was art when he did it. Oh, yeah, no. Those were some really good receivers in those I think he was in that years. class. Well, oh, I know he was in that class. Those years he was – Competing with Julio was on fire. That's fine. Julio had 1,800 yards one of those Facts. years. Julio Antonio Brown. Uh, this is when Demarius was on fire, had 1,600 yards okay. one of those years. And then years. he's number four or number five? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 1,500 yards in one of those years. So he'd be years. number five in this Brandon list. Marshall had 1,500 yards in one of those years that I mentioned. how to catch. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I'm looking at the wrong time frame. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Well, oh, I'm f- just saying this. I, I think Jordy would have been a good fit. Now, would he have been... Again, I don't think he would have led the team in receptions or anything, but I think offensively for the Seahawks' philosophy, I think he would have fit in, run block, catch a few passes, been a huge third-down weapon when they needed him to make a play. I think he would be that guy, Mr. Reliable. And he's not a – I mean, was he, 6'3"? Yeah, I'm not sure. He's not the biggest guy, but at the same time, he would have been a really cool target for Russell. But unfortunately, that ship has sailed. He is now relaxing. He retired. The Seahawks have to start thinking about if Doug is not going to be available – for the start of the 2019 season, is it going to be David Moore, Tyler Lockett? See, and here's Jerome another thing Brown with, the, with the uh, with with the Doug thing. It's like, okay, if he's if he is available, right? Is he is Doug going to be Doug? That's a fair question. Whether the how however the surgeries go, whatever is he going to be? 
him? Is he going to be unstoppable at the line of scrimmage? Is he going to be durable over the middle and things like that? Or, you know, it, it's that, like that's a concern more than anything because he could be there. But if you like, are you you? You're like, it's, it's the same thing with all these other guys who are, you know, it's like Jordy. Is he going to be Jordy if he's here? You know, is Brandon Marshall going to be Brandon if he's here? Wherever Dez goes, is Dez going to be Dez Bryant if he's there? You know, that's that's the biggest part of it. You know, can can they be who they were before? Uh, I also don't believe anybody's really a system guy. I feel like if you can catch and run routes, it'll translate if, you know, if the coaches are good around Well, you. just in the fact with Aaron Rodgers, there's a lot of breakdowns in that offense, and they had a connection where he's scrambling. Jordy, I got you. Whereas if you do that with the Lions and Matt Stafford scrambling, no one's open. I just mostly think, okay, okay, not saying anyone's not a system guy. I guess I should put it this way. Only a few dudes are like transcendent talents across system and platform. So I don't want to penalize the guys who aren't. So I'm saying like like Odell. Like it doesn't matter who Odell is being thrown to, being who's throwing him the ball, he is like he's gonna be fine. Randy Moss. Hopefully uh, Antonio Brown can do that this year. We'll see if Antonio's <laughs> like that. But his numbers without Ben are not great. Uh let's see. Uh oh DeAndre Hopkins is probably Ooh, he's probably go best. down as the best <laughs> ever at just being able to catch the ball with no matter who is throwing to him. You said Chris Kidd threw you how many touchdowns? Do you well, one I'm, I'm pretty sure I can throw DeAndre Hopkins a touchdown. Like I'm pretty sure. All I have to do is just put it kinda near him. <laughs> and he'll just go up. Triple coverage doesn't doesn't matter. So like but, I don't I don't want to penalize the dudes who aren't that, I guess. Because there's only like a handful in like league history. Okay. I think T.O. I don't think it matter who give was giving T.O. the ball. T.O. was going to go get the ball. Jordy, I don't think. I think obviously it mattered. But I think it matters for Tyler. I think it matters for Doug. I think it matters for uh, Adam Thielen. I think it matters for your boy. Uh, I think it matters for A.J. Green. You know, for a lot of guys in the league, I think it matters. I don't know if it matters for Julio. I think Julio might be just Julio. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if me or you were throwing. He might be in that that convo too. But I was not. I was. I was really hoping they didn't sign Jordy. Well, they didn't, Mike. For happy now. You're. You're. You should. Be, you should see Mike right now. He's smiling ear yeah, to ear. Man, go in the draft. Go draft. No, then that's another thing. Draft five cats. And Who I cares? like. And I do like the point about if Doug's not going to be healthy, Doug, which we saw after week four, what. What, what's the point then, right? I mean, the guy's not going to be healthy. And I don't know if he was 100% healthy this whole season, to be honest. I don't think. It's because no one's 100% football, man. But the problem is when you when you get older. Be as close as you can to, I should yeah, say. Yeah, well, it's harder to like, uh, it's almost like our, our iPhones, right? Like, they don't, your phone doesn't get better at holding juice, right, the more you use it. Like, if you have an iPhone 6 right now, I bet you your phone don't hold a charge, right? Because as it gets older, you, it gets like. Uh, computers are the same way you like yeah you can get to 100 percent theoretically but like like my mom's phone for example only gets to like 84 percent now no matter what you know guys are like that too you you're not getting to 100 percent in week 15 in year nine <laughs> you're not well you've been taking hits for so long you probably can't even feel your knees on a monday morning like that that's what it gets to so you and so if you're gonna if you're gonna get guys like that draft yeah now, i don't know if you can ask me who they should draft well, it's a little early. We still have a few mu- few weeks to to scramble and start thinking about who the Seahawks should look at. I'm not even sure by in a couple of weeks I'll really know, man. I, I'm really good at admitting what I don't know. You did good last year though when we did it. Uh, yeah. I mean, so who who do I know? There's that monster cat. The, what's his name? <laughs> Metcalf. DJ DK. You're not DJ. DK. Oh, DK. I said it would be a bust though. Yeah, you did mention that. Oh, we man. have that on file. Okay, so don't don't draft him. <laughs> <laughs> don't draft him. Who else out there? What, what's the kid from Arizona State's name? He just had his pro day the other day, too. Oh, I should have went to that. I'm Google. Nikhil Harry. I know. There we go. Yeah. Take him. Sure. I don't know. Uh, it was a kid from Baylor who's good. I think Jalen Hurd might be his name. 
I don't know. Take anyone. Take who can catch. Don't really matter to me. I don't, also don't think they need some big six four dude. I don't I think, think. I think I, I think, said that last I time. I think I might have. I I like the idea of having a big target, just because. I mean, Russ is going to do what Russ does anyway. But to know that he can literally just throw it up. Granted, he does that but kind. He, of, but I don't think he does like that. Matt Stafford was doing tr- no, coverage I mean, to do, Calvin do, Johnson. Let me rephrase it. Not that I'm saying he just closes his eyes and chucks it. But it would be cool to have a target where he can do that, and he knows eight, nine times out of ten that target will come down with the ball. You know what's funny is he, he for him that target was like Jermaine Curse. <laughs> he yeah. would do that for Jermaine. Pretty much. <laughs> but that comes down That's to funny. these guys being able to run routes really well, get off the defenders, and create separation. And Tyrell Lockett is one of those guys that can do that. Now, will he be able to shoulder the load if, let's say, they do get a receiver and he's the number? Because I'm willing to bet it sounds as if Tyrell Lockett's going to fill that number one spot and move around just a bunch. He'll be more than an outside receiver. He'll be inside because he's capable of running multiple routes. The question is in the slot is if you're going up against a bigger, more physical corner or nickelback, how would he, how does he react to that? Question. What's up? Is Tyler Lockett a number one receiver? In the NFL? No, man, in college. Yeah. Hey, man, had <laughs> yeah, to make sure we're in the same. Yeah, man, yeah. And have you seen his college tape? It is nasty. It's nasty. I was, I was looking at State? it for a story. Ooh. It was cooking. You know, in the Big 12, they do not play defense. I would say no, he's not number one. I, I think he's number two. Ooh. Just just size-wise, I mean, you look if you look at all the number one receivers in the NFL, Tyler Lockett, if you were to throw him in there, he would be your unicorn. You're what? You're Does, wow. Is it, is it a height thing though? Do you got to be I think tall to be more, number one? I think it fits the mold. Is Jarvis Landry number one receiver? I'm, I say no now. No. Odell's there. No, before before that though, he's been Jarvis been in the league for a long time. Well, is then he yeah. a number one. Obviously, no yeah, one with Odell. Jarvis there. is a number one receiver. How come him and not Tyler? Well, Jarvis is a slot dude for the for really. I think Jarvis is way more physical. Okay. He plays with that attitude. Is I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> well, and that's because he he might punch you. That's a, yeah. that's the attitude <laughs> he plays with. I think it's attitude, grit, going for the ball. So wait, Tyler Lockett was, doesn't. He goes over the middle, but he doesn't do quick in routes over the middle where there's linebackers waiting. Tyler gets to beat the coverage down the field. He's mm-hmm. 30 hours. He's using his speed and speed kills. Mm-hmm. Drivers Landry, they say, okay, we're gonna put you right in the linebacker's couch. You gotta go get it, and he says, yeah, I got you. So was Doug a number one receiver then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doug. <laughs> We've seen Doug take some serious punishment over these years. Doug mm. has been going over. Doug will do. He don't. I'm sure Doug would tell you. I hate those routes. What about uh? What about uh? Julian Edelman? Is he no. a number one receiver? No, I don't think he's number one receiver. I think Gronk would be their number one. Well, receiver though, just strictly receiver. No, I don't. No, I would no. say Julian Edelman. No, I think mm. he is more of a two and can do everything else. I think okay. you really gotta. You got to pick and choose who you want your number one to be. I'm just trying to get a definition of what it is because I don't really know how to define a number one. I mean, surprisingly enough, it's tough for me to say A.B. is number one, but what he does... Oh, come on. It's a joke, Mike. Dan, I just want to see your reaction. Yeah, Yeah, I'm joking. I'm about to drop this mic. No, 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 because he's a small guy too, but his power, his speed, his quickness, his ability to get down. So what about Steve Smith when Steve Smith was... Oh, yeah. He was a number one? Man, that dude... He he was five eight, but he talked as if he was six three. What about Golden Tate when he was with the Seahawks? No, I would say I would say no. What about Golden Tate post Calvin Johnson in Detroit? No, I would say Marvin Jones was. Oh man, Marvin Jones. No love for the for the slot dudes unless not, it's Steve Smith. I mean, it's and a Jarvis. It's, it's a tough it's a it's a tough one, and I'm not I don't want to make it sound as if I'm hating on these guys because oh, these it's guys too late. We just got about a good five minutes of that. No, I wouldn't say that. I would just say. 
based on their ability and what they do on the field would limit would would show for as yes you are a number one as opposed to yeah you can do these things really well but this one thing we need to work on the guys that we just mentioned steve smith he can do it all you send steve smith over the middle he's going to try to run a linebacker over and then talk talk mess to you about you not stopping him well yeah then he'll cuss the linebacker out i mean yeah this and then th- he might fight the linebacker exactly <laughs> and that's not a diss of tyler lockett tyler lockett does everything well he did what did he do wrong so i'm gonna need to, i'm gonna tell tyler next time i see him like look you know what to be a number one receiver bro i need you to do is go over the middle He's gonna laugh at you. Yeah, go over the middle. He's gonna say against, I'm good, bro. Uh, against whoever in week one, and tell that linebacker he sucked. <laughs> right what after if you, you catch that? it, what tell the linebacker did? he sucked. What if you do? He know what he's gonna do? He's gonna say God bless you. Uh, yeah. Because what's his name? Ah, the the DN, Reggie. Come on, man. What Hall of Famer DN? Reggie White. Yes. Oh, okay. He would jack you up and God bless you. Every time. Apparently, Larry Fitzgerald is like that, too. Maybe not oh. the God bless you, but he, you know, he'll you know, he like catch this favor out of him. Like, hey, how you kids doing, brother? Like, <laughs> Man, what? you just moss me. <laughs> like, yeah, man, get away from me, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like Larry you. Larry Fitzgerald, right, number one. Also, he's a big guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably, I mean, I'm guessing you would put Tyler Lockett at number one. Yeah, I think he's a number one receiver. That's fair. I, I, I wouldn't, so. I'm not going to tell someone you're wrong for believing that. I just think if I had to create a team mm-hmm. and I had Tyler Lockett, and who uh, Julian Edelman, and I had to put whoever if I had to pick one of those guys to be number one. For example, if you had to pick out of those two to be number one, who would it be between Julian Edelman and Ty Lockett? Julian, I would too. Yeah, man, looking at the jewelry. I mean, he get busy in the postseason. I think he just he's just really he's he's, he's, he's nasty. Really, yeah. What, oh, I, I had another name. You threw me off for a Sorry. second. Uh, no, no, no. It's straight. Uh, Tyree Kill. Is Tyree Kill number one. That's tough. I know, right? That's what I thought of. That's a good That's one. That's tough. Tyreek Hill. Patting myself on the back there. And that offense, I would say yes. Ooh, and that's man. another thing. I didn't even mention it. I think it also depends on your team and the offense you're in. In Seattle, he's definitely number one. If you put Tyler Lockett with the Jacksonville Jaguars, probably number one. You put him with the Houston Texans, no, Hopkins. I think it also has to do with the team you're on. Yes, in Seattle, he he really took over this season. Doug Baldwin didn't, wasn't available and he was. I got another question for you. Go ahead. Uh, I'm looking at a list of guys for possible draft prospects as receivers, but um, I'm not going to go into that because I don't know how good any of these dudes are. <laughs> I only know two names on this list. Is Metcalf. I might know one or two. Oh, I well. heard of this Marquise Brown dude from Oklahoma. He's 5'9", buck 70. He's big as us. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I'm about, I'm close to 5'9", about buck 60-ish. So I don't run a 4'3", though. Oh, boy, he's fast. Uh, but if you're the Seahawks, where do you go get a receiver at? I would say probably in the third I don't think I don't think there's a the scary part is depending on what Doug does. Now if you get someone in the third, that means they're probably gonna pan out. Okay, let's say uh let's say it's April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Uh your Pete Carroll, you call the doctor. Hey, how'd Doug's surgery go? Oh, everything's good. Six to eight week recovery. I think that's what he said with John Clay. Perfect. You have that picture. Then you, now. you you do what? You still take one in the third? Oh, I would still take one. So there's take nothing one wrong with third? having <laughs> a okay. guy that's a third round pick. Supposed to make the team mm. talented, can catch the ball, whatever you need, he's there and he's available. Okay, let's do the other scenario then. I'm a big scenario guy today. <laughs> let's say I right, Pete Carroll's April fifteenth, uh, tax day. Uh, that's nothing to do with the scenario, but Pete Carroll calls a doc. Hey doc, how did how Doug surgery go? Uh, yeah. he, he, I don't know. We might have to go in there again. Uh, it might be might be a few few, few months uh, before he can uh, really be him him again. Then if you're Pete, what do you do? You still take one in third? You go higher? Round I would still take one in third. I would still stay where I'm at. Okay. Because the cool thing is Doug can come back if mm-hmm. he wants to. We don't know 
we're assuming Doug wants to come back, for example, he will still come back and play. If he doesn't, well, guess what? We got a third-round pick who is still quality and can get it done for us. And we still have Tyler Lockett. And after reading what, you know, you speaking to Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. they're really confident in David Moore. Now, that's... They're confident by everybody. Man. I know, right? It's, it's March. Hell, they draft me. God, Chris is just fast. Yeah, man. We like he catches he everything. He wears glasses now. I, I, it's yeah. unbelievable. I could have <laughs> talked. I asked Pete about some dude in the AF. He'd have been like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> confident in him. We like we like his tape." Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna play a game with you real quick. I'm thinking all this on the fly today. I'm I roll. definitely meant sunglasses. People are like, "Well, why would you wear glasses?" Oh, you did wear sunglasses. We yeah, flag. I felt like the man. Uh, it's it's called faith, no faith, right? You know? Okay. And this is in terms of them balling out next season. This might be a new segment. We uh, just added. Thanks, Mike. So, all you got to do, faith, no faith. Tyler Lockett. Faith. David Moore. Faith. Ooh. Jerron Brown. I'm sticking with him. Faith. Yeah, okay. So, they don't even need a receiver then. You got, that's three right there. I think in this situation, there's nothing wrong with being sure. Amara Darbo. No faith. Uh, Let's see. Who else on the roster? Malik Turner. Still on the roster, by the way. I think he'll probably end up on the... Oh, hang on. He was in the practice squad last season, right? He so could he has be on the practice one more squad, year. Dude. I he don't want. I'll say faith because I think he can still. Ooh. I mean, I like what he's. The guy can play some football, man. Yeah. All right. I uh, mean, Caleb Scott. No faith. Do you know? You remember Caleb Scott? Yeah. I, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he went to Vanderbilt. Uh, I'm missing a dude. Keenan Reynolds. No faith. All right, so it's not it's not that much of a priority for you then, than receiver. No. I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm worried. I'm, I'm, I feel you in worried, but I think you're more worried about Doug. Is that safe to say? No, I'm worried about the whole thing. You can't. For me, consistency means a lot more to me than like. And that's what, where like I get any like gaudy numbers or like even sometimes you're like talent level. I'm really big on guys who can do it. Yeah. Against whoever, whatever it is that you do. Maybe if you're just like a a three catch per game guy in the slot or whatever. If you can do that against any defense in any system, whatever, for a long period of time. Then I'm with you more than like, um, than like a Josh Gordon, who I still I think one of the best talents ever, who just can't put it together all the time. You know, maybe that's why I'm not into baseball because dudes like go off for a long time and then just have this drop off for a year or whatever. I'm like consistency. Like when people ask me how good Russell is, one of the first things I mention is, dude, Russell's been nice for seven years, right? Like that's that's hard to do, right? You look at guys who won MVP like a Cam Newton who just dropped off. You know, like, or even people were high on Matt Ryan that year, and then no one's that high on him anymore after he wins MVP, right? That's why. We'll see what Pat Mahomes does next year. You know, consistency. So, I say that about the dudes they have now. They weren't consistent. No, Jerron Brown had, like, seven games with no catches. You know, David Moore had four catches the final, like, five games. You know, you, you can't do that if I, for me to want to rely on you. you no, that's fair. And that's not even to speak to their talent or not. It's just, like, if you can't show up every week, you know, then I, what am I trust you for? I'm going to have no faith. I have no faith in anyone I asked you about, by the way, except for Tyler. That was it. I'm that, serious. That, you got to no, be consistent. Tyler no, was consistent for and, the most part. And that year. is very fair. But I also think that for Jerron Brown, it was a test trial, and he did really bad, to be honest. I mean, we saw in, in training camp, he looked really good. Mike was kind of impressed with some of the stories. He was like, okay, Chris, you have a point. Deron Brown's not looking too bad. Not nah, because he's big, strong, fast, yes. and can catch. But, like, and maybe maybe that's not even these guys' fault. Maybe that's the system, whatever, the matchup or whatever. But, like, if you can ball, you ball. And, right? he, didn't, and he didn't do that. Yeah, he had five touchdowns. But I, I was expecting him to get 500 yards, 
30 yeah. catches. I think he had a buck 66 and 14 catches on 19 targets. So that means when the ball was coming his way, he yeah. caught it. And there were a few times where the ball was thrown his way a little high or it wasn't deemed yeah, catchable. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the, the percentage of, like, catchable passes that he had. But, like, Russ wasn't throwing a bunch of uncatchable stuff last year. Oh, which no. Which is why a lot of these guys were efficient. I think David Moore only had, like, 25 catches, five touchdowns. You know, that's, that's I efficient. Think, I think the more person we'll be concerned of is David Moore. Because Jerron Brown has been there. Mm-hmm. I think he knows what he has to do. The younger guy, David Moore, who this was last year was really just, here you go, and he was out there balling, and then the lights dimmed, and he dimmed. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that to happen again. Because I think Jerron Brown's going to come back this season, and he's going to be a lot better. I mean, it was his first. I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy, but it was his first in Seattle. That is making an excuse for him. Sound like one of those people that says, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. But no, everyone does that. I've mentioned this before. I, no offense, right before they offend you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna, I was, that was, was going to use that. That one hurts me every time. It's I like, don't mean to be disrespectful. Like, you know you're about to offend me right now. You just said it. Can I reword this? I think that Jerron Brown will improve. I think he'll okay. have a better year. I don't know if he's going to have more than five touchdowns. I think that might be. Five is a good year for touchdowns. It is. Like and I said, I think, that's all Doug had, I think. I think if he can get. 500 yards with five touchdowns, that would mean a lot more with his catching than he did with this this past year because that 14 catches in a so whole you, season. So maybe a year like Doug had then. Doug had 600 yards, 50 catches, five touchdowns. That would be perfect. I think if Duran did that, that's perfect. Tyler Lockett, I think, is going to have another good year. Mm-hmm. He had about more, 900 yards and some change and then 10 touchdowns. There's going to be more film on him, but... I mean, speed kills. As long as you, I mean, the defenders it, ain't slow. No, but I think if the Seahawks can get him in motion, let's say week one he just gets there's just no light for him. He's getting jammed. I think you have to get him in motion, get him moving more because you can't touch a guy if he's in motion. Once the ball snapped, he's already moving. What are you gonna do? Oh, is Cooper Cup a number one receiver? You think? No. What about Robert Woods? No. So you think Brandon Cooks is their number one? Hang on, who I'm trying to figure out who's on that roster now. I just named all three <laughs> best dudes like, for you. I feel like isn't there one more receiver that we're not naming? No, nah, Cooks, Woods, Cup. Those are their yeah, and I mean like Gurley, but yeah, no, no. those are their receivers. Cook, okay. Cooks, Cup, uh, Cooks, Roberts, and you caught me off guard there. Okay, I would actually say Cooper Cup is their number one. Oh boy, I mean man, I saw he did. I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, Dude's nasty. What can he do? Uh, stay healthy. I did uh, not want you to say that, Mike. No, nah, I mean, it's football, <laughs> man. The, kudos to the guys who are healthy. With, with guys like Larry Fitzgerald and, like, even, like, Frank Gore are doing, like, dude, how are you guys still doing this? Like, how are you still, like, not sore as hell? I eat salads all the time Monday and I work out. <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. It's how, more than greens, Chris. How, how, how beat up these dudes are. I'm with, I'm with you on the draft thing, though. I don't even think they should take one that high, though. I'm, I'd be a weird GM, man, because I don't think you should take anybody that high at this point. I feel like if because the reward for hitting on someone so late in the fifth and sixth and fourth rounds is so like high that like it would take like a really, really dope, dope, dope talent for me to be like, all right, first round. Back to your no faith, no faith with the guys that we, we just went through. For example, Jerron Brown, where are you at with it? Draft. OK, that means no faith. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> mm, who else did you name, Mike? I'm drawing a blank. I haven't faith in anybody but Tyler. Oh, that's it. That yeah. says it all. Draft. I got to see it. Okay, because especially fair. the dudes in the draft are so cheap. Man, you don't think they paid David Moore like the only thing half a million. The only or problem I'd have with that, Mike, is if now you drafted a guy and he turns out to be just David Moore two point uh, that would suck even more. <laughs> well, I'll take two David Moores for at a low cost, then one Jordy Nelson. But none of them are being effective. That's my point. No, David Moore is effective. He was effective, effective. for a four. He, okay, he see he had one of those seasons you're talking about. Four hundred yards, five touchdowns. Is that cool? 
Well, I think he could have been way better. It was cool. Probably. No, not probably, Mike. My man disappeared. <laughs> right uh, when yeah. it got to November. December. December. So mid, wasn't mid-November? It was December, no, right? No, because he oh. caught that Panthers game winner in That's November. Right. Okay, so the whole month of December. That's four games. You were. Plus the playoffs. It's five, it's five games we didn't see you, man. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's 100 yards a game right there. That's 500 yards possibly right there that you did not get. Plus uh, maybe two touchdowns. So you could have had 900 yards, a couple and seven, eight touchdowns, but we couldn't find you? Oh, you know what? I lied. I do know some names on this list of receivers. <laughs> J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, I remember him. He cooked us. He went to Stanford. Us, meaning Wazoo. Dylan Mitchell from Oregon, I remember him too. You remember him? Oh. He's nice. So there you have it. The Seahawks have... If they want to go out and get a receiver, they can definitely do so. Yeah, this uh, Riley Ridley. Is he related to Calvin? Oh, they're brothers. Yeah, take him. <laughs> He's a Ridley. Go get him. Uh, yeah, no, Calvin was 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 nice. I'm okay. with that. I don't know who they should draft, really. But, yeah, draft somebody. We'll get. Don't worry, man. And just we hit. Will, we will have our hour pregame discussion. Oh, yeah. We'll get the draft boards. I'm going to call Dane. Dane, our uh, guy and, at the Athletic. And we will still have an hour sit down. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get him on here. There we go. We'll, we'll get him on here, man. We will. Man, that sucks. Poor Doug. He'll be all right. Once you get bad knees, man. We got a homie. Les got bad knees, man. I feel bad every time we play with Les. The homie Brunier, too, got bad knees. He got yeah. two bad knees. Boy going to be in a wheelchair and he's dirty. That's just, you know, I won't get on. I won't get on yet. Let's, 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 let's move on, man. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Well, you you moved back. You know, you felt like you was in Arizona for a whole month, man. It did feel like I was there for a while, man. It didn't rain once. Nice I, weather. I miss it already. People still look at me funny when I drink the water. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the water in the desert is not great. So. No, it's not. They told me not to drink the water when I first time visiting Arizona. Yeah, see, I don't, it's I don't joke, like but that. I also kind of took it serious. It's a bad joke, man. You I know. know. I'm thirsty. You told me not to drink water. What do you? And even not even just being thirsty. Like I'm washing my face with this water. You know, I'm bathing with this I water. I brush my teeth. Correct. <laughs> the, I need water to do a lot of things. If the water's not good, then you know, I, I, I'm, I'm scared here. Um, like I said, the owners' meetings, you think you can kick it with the owners. You think you can watch the them debate over these rule changes. You can't do none of that. Mm. The coolest thing that we did was that huge cocktail party. Ah. Uh, big cocktail party at the Arizona Biltmore. A big hotel to look like look like Hogwarts. That place was huge. It was like sections. It was like a... It was a rich place, but there was like a rich, rich people section, and it was like a rich people section, and then it was like the media section. <laughs> it was like, it was like us. Like I don't know if there was any rich, rich people in the media section. Maybe like Schefter, saw Schefter, you know, Rappaport, or those, or those guys. Uh, but whew, the cocktail. You know how much free shrimp I ate that night with open bar. I would outside I would, on like a patio. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say you had over twenty shrimps. Oh, it was it was it was a lot, man. You can't give me a seafood bar. They had a salmon little bar. They had you know prime rib over here. They had a little wedding band in the middle, like playing. Oh, it was oh, it was great. Andy Reid told me he liked my hair, so that was that was cool. I think I don't know if like Andy Reid's like a dread aficionado or something like that. Yeah, he tapped me on the shoulder, said like your hair. Kept going. I was like, oh, that's cool. I hope he's not hitting on me. That'd have been awkward. <laughs> Did Andy Reid hit on me? Oh man, that's. I gotta rethink that. I gotta rethink that now. Nah, you good, man. That'd be he a was just scary. applauding your hair. He's got a weird mustache. I don't really. Well, he sh- he must like Tyreek's hair too. Then uh, I don't know what he like about Tyreek right now. And Tyreek going through some things, you know. That's, he is. Yeah, for, for, I for, for, forgot about that. Uh, but they did like 
get to talk to the, us about the rule changes a little bit. I don't want to spend too much time on all the rule changes. What was the biggest uh, rule change for you, Mike? Well, the one I tweeted about, because that's the only one I really <laughs> cared about, is the one I got um, arguing with people about is the uh, is the overtime rule. Mike wants all the smoke, guys. And that didn't even get approved. Speaking of Andy Reid, they was the one who proposed the rule. Why wouldn't they? The, of yeah, course. the overtime rule, that's the one that they, it didn't go through. I don't, I don't think. I think it got tabled for uh, later, but... That's the one where both teams would get the ball in overtime. Uh, I th- obviously Kansas City wants that because what in the playoff game against the Patriots, man, I can't think about that game without thinking about Robert Kraft now. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh that's so bad. Uh, in that game, what they got the who got the ball first? Overtime, Pats, right? And they scored with one length of the field, ball game, right? Get to go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, everyone, kind of the big reaction after that, this was written in columns, this was talked about on TV with all the talking heads, was that, look, we think both teams should get the ball in overtime because that's fair, right? And I'm here <laughs> like, look, you know, that, to me, the, this this notion of fairness in that regard is, is just silly, right? Like, the defense matters. Hashtag defense matters. If you're putting 50% of your starters on the field to start an overtime drive with the game on the line and you can't stop them from going let's average it, what, 75 yards? They need to go 75 yards to score the game on the line. If you can't stop them in that time, you do not deserve to win. You know, it's not like, because in football you're putting your, your starters out there, right? It's just not your offensive starters. It's not like soccer where, you know, you go to penalty kicks and you're eliminating, how many people play soccer? Like starting 11. 11, 11 right? Yeah, you're starting 11. So you eliminate 10 of them and you just put like your one of your forwards or whatever, midfielders, whatever, I don't watch soccer. But you put one of them up there against the goalie, That that's not part of the game, right? That's just like, that's an aspect of it, but that's not like a regular 11 on 11. This is still 11-on-11 11 11 in overtime. Your defensive players get paid, right? Like, So if the Seahawks go to overtime with – give me a team real quick. Saints. Saints, right? So you got Bobby Wagner out there, Frank Clark, presumably. You know, you got uh, K.J. Wright, Bradley McDougal, Jaron Reed, who had, what, 10 sacks last Michael year. Michael Kendricks. Yeah, Michael Kendricks if he's not in jail. You got, you got your st- – those are your guys. Those are your starters. Those are your stars. Stop Drew Brees. That's their job. They're supposed to do that the whole game anyway, right? Like, stop them. It's not even that you got to stop them and hold, and like, you can't even give up a field goal. You can give up points, and that's still a stop. Come on, man. Don't be. I think we've gotten, we talked about this before we hopped on. People were, everyone's associating good football, entertaining football with only offense, right? Like, years from now, when people write about the, the greatest games in NFL history, they're going to include that Chiefs-Rams game from the Monday night this past season. That was not good football. That was good offense and bad defense, right? Good offense and bad defense alone don't equal good football, right? Like, defense is a part of the game. It's not just, like, a part. It is half the damn game. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it's literally half of it, like, and, and I use literally correctly. You know, you know, everyone uses it now incorrectly. Like, it is literally half, half. Half your team is offense, half your team is defense. Yes, there's some special teams, but you compile those of people who play either offense or defense, right? Like, except for your kicker and your punter. But you should never kick anyway, so no, I'm not even going to count those guys. No, you kick. You know I had to get a never kick in there. I know. Like, you're putting your defense on the field. Your defense is job to stop them, right? Like, that's it. Stop them. And it's not, not like a stop guarantees a win, but I don't think that, like, just because your defense – I don't want to reward – uh, the other team, how do I want to put this? Basically, if your defense is out there and they get paid to, they should stop them. Like, if then if you if you can't stop them like two or three times after that and it goes back and forth, then it's whatever. 
But I don't think it's unfair that if you put your defense on the field first and they can't and they blow the game because that's blowing the game, then that's it. You lose. You deserve like that. It happens like that. Same thing as your kicker misses a kick, right? It's every, everyone's mad at the kicker, right? He has the job. He didn't do it. You don't get like a redo because he didn't do his job, right? He missed the kick. We lose. We go home. That's how it works. I think I don't think it's any. It's it's not unfair that uh the defense is out there. I think it's way more unfair when a game comes down to a kick. Dude who ain't do nothing all game. <laughs> ain't do nothing all game. Nothing. He could have not he could have literally never came on the field aside from kickoffs. But again, never kicked. He could that could be his first time on the field. And he could come out there and either win the game or lose the game for you. That seems more unfair to me. Who who just lost on a kick in the playoffs this year? The Bears? Yes. Yeah, the Bears. That's more unfair to me than anything. Dude who ain't do nothing all game has to decide the game. That's bad. If your defense has to help decide the game, then I don't think that's unfair. That's their job. Well, that's we agree job. the fact that there should not be a rule change for overtime. I think you're the only person who agrees with me, by the way. That's fair, but where we disagree is kickers never kicking. Well, no, we're, we're getting I, points on the board. I got, my own, I got my own cult following there of team never kicks. Well, so I'm, I'm going to ha- start a hashtag, we kick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Good luck, Chris. That club sounds no fun. <laughs> Good luck but, with that. But back to the point of both offenses getting a chance to score. What sense would it make? Think about this, right? Literally, sit down and think about this. Your defense is on the field. We're in overtime. Yes, it's coin flip. Okay, you had a chance to win the game prior to this. And there's no momentum. It's not basketball. There is not, ooh, they have a little momentum. They just came back from 10 points. No, it's a fresh start. A coin flip. Whoever gets the ball first has an opportunity to go and score. You have there really there really aren't any excuses. There's a reason why there was only one team that proposed it this year, if I'm not mistaken, and that was the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost, and they wanted their they're arguably their the best quarterback in the league to go out and see if he can score again. But your defense, all they had to do was stop him from going 75 yards. If you're telling me, if I had to pick a defense right now against Tom Brady, there's a few teams that I would pick to try to stop him, that I put my money in the line and say, I think they can hold him to at least three. Meaning, guess what? Your offense gets a chance to come on the field and score a touchdown to end the game, right? There's, yeah. a, there's a few teams that I would say, okay, let's – I put the Seahawks defense. I think they're definitely a candidate. Th- this year's Seahawks defense? Like, oh, any time – overall? No, no, no. I want you to use the 2018 Seahawks 2018? Defense. Seahawks is one of them. I also think the Chicago Bears, another Ooh, one. Boy. I'm also going to go Minnesota Vikings. Picking some good defenses here. <laughs> Out, outside of that Seahawks defense. My, <laughs> I think. The I, numbers on there weren't great, man. We, we had Ben on here and Sam. and we, we, Yeah, man. It, was, it wasn't great. Was talking about I wasn't great, but I think their pride speaks for itself. I oh, think okay. when they get when they play really good teams, they don't back down. It, it's, been a, it's been a minute since they've been blown out by an, a juggernaut. When it comes down to it, for example, against the Rams, those are close games. Did they lose by a freaking possession or a. A hair, yes. A loss, a loss. Mm-hmm. But I think if they were going up against the Patriots, we're holding them to three. We'll we'll find a way. Frank yeah, that's Clark, the thing. You can give up points and it's still a stop. And that's, that's that's huge. And that I don't see how people miss that. It's it, they're hey, you can give up three and get the ball back and score a touchdown and the game is over. Well, I also I, so here's the counter arguments that I that I got. The most common ones where it's just again, it's a notion of fairness. It's that okay, we're not that, in middle school. We're not in preschool. There's nothing but fair. This is the top of the game. These are the best of the best of the best, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, there's no hey, well, dang, Tom Brady's pretty great, but we got Patrick Mahomes. Give me no. 
These are the best defenders on the planet playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Stop Tom Brady. You get the ball back. Patrick Mahomes goes and does what he does. Game over. You think the Patriots are going to say, all right, you know, I, I'm Bill Belichick. I think we should uh, implement the rule of um, perhaps maybe Tom Brady gets a shot. I think that'd be fair. You know, I didn't like the way it ended. Our defense could have played better, but I think if we get the ball on Tom Brady's hands, I, I think we can go out there and win that game. That's a not bad uh, Belichick and that's, impression. That's, that's, not, that's corny, man. That is corny. This is not Pee Wee. You are the you are the best of the best. Go out there and stop somebody. Get the ball back and go win the game. Not, dang. Well, Tom Brady's gonna do that. No. See, here's here's the. Uh, I think it, again, it goes down to like not even make sense or fo- it's it's more like just philosophy. I think that we are under the impression that the defense is the team in this regard. It's like if you put you're not putting like. If you say the Seahawks get the ball first, right, versus the Saints in that scenario you gave me, it's not that they're only putting the Seahawks offense on the field and that's a separate team than the Seahawks defense. No, the Seahawks have the ball. (laughs) Exactly. Or the Seahawks don't have the ball. The idea that, like, both teams on both sides of the ball are, like, four separate teams that all need the shot to prove themselves. No, your your team, if your defense is on the field, that is you. They are representing the Seahawks in this instance. And if your offense is on the field, they are representing the entire team at that at that point, you know. And like now that I, that notion that like that's kind of the 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 philosophy we're coming at it at whereas I think a lot of people who would have counter arguments would say that they're at, not even if they wouldn't say it like openly or like that straightforward that is how they're operating that all four teams are their different sections that have to get a chance to prove themselves to determine who is best and i don't think that's the case i literally saw i think i swear someone tweeted you and said wouldn't you want to see mahomes get another shot i said what i watched him for four quarters he played great and tom brady finished it well even if it's like it's not about see for me it's never about really giving he he's not he's not he's he's not entitled to a shot because he's good right (laughs) It's no, he he has to rely on his defense just like they have to rely on him. It's give and take. That's why you should never wow, build. Wow, that was beautiful. You they have to rely on him. Look at that. Yeah, it's give and take. You can't just have a really good offense and a bad defense, right? Because you Kansas City, Kansas Hello. City, and you can't just have a really good defense and a bad offense. Baltimore, you know, <laughs> well Baltimore had a really good rushing offense, but you get what I'm saying. Like you can't you can't have a one sided team. That's why Pete Carroll is about balance that's yeah. why you hire an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator and i read this really cool piece today about this rule change it's by where's his name man do 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 tim benz what a dope last name. his last name is benz b-e-n-z he better drop a benz he had this point he said consider this particularly in a high scoring game where the offenses are in control granted kansas city versus the patriots it's a high scoring game both mm-hmm. offenses were clearly in control doesn't mean it was a good game as Michael put it, it's just entertaining. Mm-hmm. Is there much of a difference between Team A scoring a touchdown on the first possession? So this rule's implemented, okay? Followed by Team B scoring a second, the second possession, and then Team A winning via a field goal on the third possession. Now our fans are going to say, well, they should get another chance to come down the field to see if they can get a field goal. No, we're not going to do back and forth. It's oh, okay. So in this scenario, he's saying the rule is implemented where both teams get a <laughs> possession no matter what, and he is saying that if you go score, 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 now it, that's no less uh, unfair, I guess, because one team got the ball twice versus once. Wow. Right? Yeah. Is that? And that's uh, yeah. No, Tim. Tim is, that, is correct. <laughs> I haven't read the article, but I see you got a part piece of it on the screen. Yeah. Right? Is that what people want? Because right. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Mahomes. What? No. It's just gonna. It's gonna keep going. Yeah. That's <laughs> the why game I keep, needs to end. That's why I keep coming back to the notion of fairness. It's like there. 
football isn't fair, like you mentioned. It's not. No. It's not that every team is guaranteed as equal number of possessions as the other team. It's not how it works. No, it's still, and it shouldn't work like that in overtime because it doesn't work like that the rest of the game. It it never does. It, it shouldn't. The fact that the Kansas City Chiefs even proposed this is a joke because if well, I'm in uh, that if I'm in that locker room as a defensive player, I'm feeling disrespected personally. Uh, yeah, most most you, defensive players have a lot of pride. And, and, the, you, and you would think the coaches, the owners would say, nah, we, we can't do that to them. Well, the a lot of fans and people, because I'm telling you, we are in the minority here. We're going to get a lot well, of people arguing with us on that's this. That's fine. And I'm going to keep saying the same thing. Why do I need <laughs> to see Mahomes do it again? Their defense is on the field. Your job on defense is to do what? Stop the offense from scoring touchdowns, getting first downs, converting. That is your job. The Patriots had to go 75 yards to do so. It is not as if they gave them the ball first and goal and said, you only got four downs. They had to go 75 yards, Mike. Well, that's why I hate – I don't like I don't like the college rule. Uh, for Like a lot of people like that. I don't really like that. I get the college rule. They're in college. Okay, everybody I, get the chance. Hey, we're going to play that game The field here. position is an issue for me. Oh, I okay, don't think that position. you should put them on the 35 or whatever you do because that's, that's an immediate disadvantage to the defense. That is. They're giving them a short field. But that's messed up. the offense of that prior defense will get a shot. That yeah, is the counter-argument. Yeah, well, the, I, don't, I just don't like how it works. I don't necessarily think that's any more fair uh, because, again, it's not you know football is not fair. No. Right? It's it's not. So I don't really care that much. How about we just drop the word fair? It's not, okay? Because that's where everyone's coming from. Well, yeah, they're they're coming from like of, a... They got to drop out of middle school ideas and come up with something better. Because the fact that you're going to use the word fair, I don't care about fair, bro. It's either you win or you lose. It's that simple. Yeah. Do you think the, the pages are like, it wasn't fair that we got the ball first? Hell no. They're sitting up here saying, we won the toss. We marched 75 yards and scored a touchdown. And we threw it to a guy that you knew we were going to throw to. Uh, it yeah. wasn't a mystery. It wasn't like, dang, it's third and long. We're going to go to Gronk? Duh. Yeah, he can't stop You can Gronk. double him. You can triple him. You can make him go to somebody else. And they tried that, and Edelman still came up with the ball. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. Yeah, I think it's really funny when I hear Seahawks fans arguing this as if they didn't win the NFC Championship. Bring them back to reality, Mike. Benefiting from this same unfairness, Basically what you're saying, Mike, break it down in totality and then throw in the part about, oh, if we do it, this way, where everybody gets a shot, you're telling me you want to see Aaron Rodgers march down the well, field? Well, yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, most uh, Seahawks fans will remember the 2015 NFC Championship. Well, it was the 2014 season, but you get what I'm saying. The NFC Championship game, they got the ball and scored. Jermaine Curse, ball game, right? You mean to tell me you want Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to get another shot? Oh, okay. No. He's going to go and score. No. Right, because if you give up, if you give up a touchdown with the game on the line, you should lose. I don't care what the scenario is. How the game's that? on the line. If it's do or die, and you give up a touchdown, you lose. I don't care if it's your defense. Put your off. Put your quarterback out there. You're on not defense playing horse, you and want. you're not going to say prove it after I hit you with a game winner. Yeah, I don't like prove it. I don't like rebuttal, and that's the Unless, ball game. Uh, only if like it's it's something where it's a, a different aspect of the game, like soccer. Like I I think penalty kicks are dumb, but like all right, if we're going to do that, then give me the chance to to rebuttal. Right, it's not like one team gets to put their best player against my goalie, and my goalkeeper or whatever, and then they just go. So I, I, I don't like that. If you put your defense out there and they've been playing all game and they get paychecks too, and they have a defensive coordinator and they, you know, go stop them, stop them. It's as simple as that. Yeah, because two you know, words, stop them. You know what happens if you stop them? Then your offense gets the ball. Wow. Now before we move on from, there's another counter argument because I kind of remembering them now. The idea that. Uh, Here's one I hear a lot. I don't agree with it, but that if uh, if that team kind of scores first, like how the Patriots oh, did, not that. Oh their defense goodness. didn't have to prove anything. 
quote unquote. <laughs> I hear okay. that a lot. I, that's okay. sitting in my mentions right now, let's, like let's, three or four. Can five we go times. back to the beginning? How do we get to the overtime? Because both defenses cannot stop the other offensive team. Correct. Yeah. Or, well, for the most part, sometimes you get something like that six-six tie game. Okay, true. My that bad. Was, both offenses was hot garbage. Very good point. Yeah. Offenses don't score. Yeah, it's not always okay. a high-scoring game. But that usually, goes to in overtime. those situations, when it comes to overtime, it's because both defenses d- didn't do their job that day. Yep. yep and then one yep. offense got an opportunity against that poor defense, and guess what happened? They went down and scored. Or even in that Seahawks game, I think the score was sixteen to sixteen in overtime, or something. Maybe nineteen to nineteen, or something like that. It's not uh, about. It wasn't like high scoring. You can't. Oh, these excuses are just so bad. <laughs> that's the that's the funny part. These excuses are really bad. Well, it's when it tilted towards like everyone wants to see as much offense as possible, and I just don't get down like that. I like defense. How about I like a good football game? Uh, yes. Forget I that. I enjoy. Which like, you need defense for good football games, and I don't think that sentence right there. I don't think a lot of people would agree with that. I think they were very fine if every game on on, on Sundays looked like that Chiefs Rams game. 100 points total. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people well, that also that game also had a lot of defensive touchdowns, but yeah. uh it was still bad defense overall. Just a bad football. If you game. think that was bad defense, I got some. Or if you think that was good defense just cuz there was some defensive touchdowns in there, I got some news for you. Like I think a lot of people would 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 like disagree with that statement that you need good defense for good football. I think you do. And I don't I don't think a lot of people would would agree with me there. Like there's oh, 40 points, it was 40 to 45. Great game. It's like, "No, man." Give me some defense. That's half the game. So I think that's where we're losing some people. Even if we just got into like the minutia, I guess, of the rule, but I think it ultimately comes down to philosophy in that regard. Just people, it's it's. I need more offense, and I need it now. Like them little whatever commercial that is. JG J- 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 Wentworth joint. It's I need offense, and I need it now. And you know what's better than offense? More offense. When I'm sitting here like dog. Defense matters too, right? Some of the best players in the league right now are defenders. Are on the defensive end. <laughs> I think the best player in the league is a defender, is Aaron Donald. I think right? that's a good argument. I think the second best player in the league is also a defender. I think it's Von Miller. And what's crazy is the offense has the advantage. And the yeah, they have all the advantages. It's like, why do you want to give them another chance? Because people think people. Because <laughs> like, if if you know, third down stops aren't sexy, right? You can't you can't make commercials on third down stops, and you can't make. You know, you can barely make commercials on sacks. I mean, look at the rules. We have a rule that you can't rough the passer. Why not? <laughs> Before we move on to our last topic, I just want to say this. I am a fan of great corners and great wide receivers going at it. The mm. footwork, the flip of the hips, the mm. turning of the head, that is exciting to me. All these points, I could care less. Yes, I love seeing Antonio Brown double move someone to their shoes are untied. I love mm-hmm. it. But I also love when Josh Norman is backpedaling mm. and he knows what route's coming. He turns his hips and he flies for the and ball. He shuts it, it down. That's a, that's great. And the score is twelve twelve, and there's a minute left. And now Alex Smith gets a chance to win the game, and they go win the game. There's no overtime. I enjoy those type of things. All these people liking fifty point games. Like offense sells, man. That, it does. We are we are but definitely it's in not the minority doing a good there. Job in the Pro Bowl, is it? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the one time <laughs> people are like, oh, we need some defense. It's the Pro Bowl, which is weird, right? Which is why the Pro Bowl does it does it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, that's where that's. I mean, yeah, the rules are going towards that. The rules are favoring. You know, offensive players. You know, freedom of movement and the quarterback. There is literally a rule: you can't rough the passer. I don't. I've never understood that rule. He is wearing pads. He has the ball. He can see who's coming at him for the most <laughs> part. You know, he he's not like some little help damsel in distress, right? If he Hell, can run he away, has, he can do anything. He has thousands of pounds in front of him protecting him. Correct. <laughs> so the idea that he can't be roughed is like ridiculous to me. Now, late hits should definitely be a penalty. Late hit, late is how you get dudes hurt, and late is a cheap shot. You want to do a podcast on penalties, Mike? penalties kind of just did <laughs> but like that that i've never understood that like if i'm von miller and i'm like i can't you mean i can't rough russell wilson up 
I'm paid to do that. I'm paid actually to do exactly that. Like, so is Khalil Mack, so is Aaron Donald. So, I, yeah, like when there's a league that has rules like that, of course you're going to get a bunch of offense, people who love offense, right? Why are, why can't quarterbacks be roughed? Someone explain that to me. Explain to me why you can't rough the quarterback up when he's got the ball in the pocket. Why? Because his knees could get hurt? So could a running back. If you <laughs> hand it to him, what if there's no roughing the running back? Oh, yeah, I can't rough the receiver. I can't hit Doug Baldwin in the – I'm not going to use Doug there. I can't hit Antonio Brown in the knee while he's running with the ball. Why, why not roughing the receiver? Right, it's the it, none of it makes sense. Late hits make sense. Late hits, cheap shots, you know, attacking the head. That that stuff makes sense. But just like, if the court, if Joe Flacco's in the pocket, and you got Frank Clark coming around the corner, there should be no rule that Frank can't destroy him into oblivion. Right, there should no, be no rule against that as long as it's a you know it's he doesn't take his head out. His head should be the only thing you know you don't want to take his head out. Other than that, why do we have rough in the passer? Someone explain to me why we have rough in the passer. And we maybe we do a whole show on that, but I really don't understand. I think that's one of the dumber rules in football. Also, defenseless players. No one on the pad, no one out there with cleats and pads on is defenseless. <laughs> you're not. Your cleats and your pads are, and your oh, helmet man. are your defense. That you're not defenseless, right? If you leave your feet, you left your feet on purpose. You know, wow. if you don't want to be defenseless in the air, don't go in the air. Can I just say this for breaking news real quick before we go into our last topic? I know I said that five minutes ago and we finished off with more. Well, that's because when I get to ranting about <laughs> defense, man, I'm passionate. I'm a corner at heart. Jimmy Butler, 30K bet with AB. Jimmy bet Antonio Brown $30,000. He could stop him from catching a pass in the red zone. He lost. Ladies and gentlemen out there thinking that they can stop Antonio Brown from doing anything with the football, don't even. They did. I don't they see. actually really did it. Yes, there's probably video of it. Oh, it's okay. been tweeted out by Bleacher Report. Oh, we got it. I'm just. I got looked at it. Just a reminder to all you fans that are saying, "Oh, I could probably stop Antonio Brown if you give me 20 attempts. I can stop him once." Okay, Jimmy Butler is a pro basketball player. Two different sports, right? Cool. He's also taller. Did not stop AB. I'm not sure how many times. But I'm telling all y'all out there that think you can stop Antonio Brown, let alone any receiver in the professional football, in the National Football League, one time, you cannot. Do not tweet, say anything like that. Just and sit back and enjoy. And when you have time, go play out with your friends. That's all. I can see why an NBA player might think that. But I also, That's fair. I can see why he'd also be very it, wrong. Exactly. But before we get out of here, we do want to talk about this linebacking core for the Seahawks, right, Mike? Uh, Yes. What's going on I want to start with Michael Kendricks because I get a lot of questions about that. And... And I, I heard a bunch of stuff and talked to a bunch of people at the owners' meetings, and I'm not in a place where I can, like, I don't want to say confidently report because report would be – report's a dangerous word to use here. I, I am just – the Seahawks are operating under the assumption uh, that Michael Kendricks will not have to miss any work time, work like for them because they are his employer. He will not have to miss any any work because of jail. Right? Look, that that's what I got for you. They're, they are – operating under that assumption and i would say they are operating confidently there so i am going to then act accordingly as well uh, i've kind of dug into like the legality of the situation seems like he's going to jail you would think just based on all the text messages and bank transfers and statements that they have and all the people that they have cooperating when in his insider trading uh, case that he pled guilty to uh, but the Seahawks seem very confident, and it sounds like they have some decent reason to be very confident that he will be ready and available. And not to say he won't like have any punishment. I'm just saying they don't expect him to have to miss work to be in prison, like because that's the biggest worry, right? It's like, hey, we signed this guy; he could go to jail. They don't think that he will. Like, they're operating that nope. We're gonna have Michael Kendricks 
I don't know if they expect him to get fines or probations or whatever. I talked to some legal analysts about it, and it could be anything. It could be anything from a bunch of fines, three to six months in jail, 12 months in jail. The maximum, I think, is 25 years for what he pled guilty to. But the Seahawks are thinking, look, he's going to, we're going to have him, right? So with that said, now you got one of the best linebacking trios in the league, right? Like we were trying to think of a better one. I still haven't. I, it's tough right I don't, now. I don't count Von Miller and Cleo Mack as linebackers, so I, I don't, don't want to do that. You. I don't. I, I count, like, if we're going to go behind the line of scrimmage linebackers, it's hard to beat a Bobby, KJ, Michael K. And I don't even think Kendricks is that, like, dope. It's just, just, <laughs> just pair him with the other two. Yeah. It's just like, that's three dudes right there. Like, I, come on, that's like the, the, little, the little Hydra dragon from the Hercules movie. Like, that's hard to stop. It'll, it'll be interesting. I don't know if we can do it this early. I think what we should do is we should wait till... We should wait until the draft happens. I think in September we should come back to this and we could look at who the teams drafted, where every where all the linebackers are even at. Because I know Thomas Davis was with the Carolina Panthers. Him and Luke Keekley were a duo that was arguably the best in the NFL next to Brand next to Brandon next to Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright. When, of course, they were held when they were both healthy in that regard. I think we should just wait on it. It's really tough right now in the middle. Come on, of- man. We can't wait, man. People need these takes, dog. You want to wait? And takes. Come on, man. We got we. We will probably end up doing a whole show about hot takes. Bobby, Don't you worry. Oh, come on. Last time we did that. We man. did okay. We did, got did. I got three out of six. You got I think th- I did three out of six as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, remember. we were good, man. It wasn't too bad. I think we can give them a hot ticket. But episode. when we were off, we were really off, I think. Oh, yeah. Read the comments. Like, Chris and Mike suck. What are you guys talking about? I mean, it's a hot take, though. If I'm going to go out on a limb, I'm going to just go. You know people, man. Would you say, Mike? You won't get love when you right, but when you wrong, when you wrong, people remember that. Ask Mike when it comes to Brandon Marshall. He who shall not be <laughs> named. We gonna practice that. We gonna we gonna, we gonna practice that. Like, but I say we should wait on it. Right now, I would say the Seahawks are in the conversation. I think it's I think it's a no brainer. No brainer. I think I want to wait on it. I do want to wait because you still got Jacksonville. I don't know who they're gonna bring in because Telvin Smith ain't no. Who are their right linebackers again? Telvin Smith. That's all I really know, and I know he's really good. <laughs> you gonna throw about? I got three names. You gave you gave me one. Hey, Telvin Smith is two guys in one. Okay, he's really good. Don't they got a dude whose last name is Melvin or something like that? Sounds good, Mike. I don't know. I don't watch the Jags that much. No one does, man. Don't say that. There could be a Jacksonville person that listens to our podcast. Um, I think and we just. There's only a few fan bases that I'm like really worried about offending, and it doesn't seem like many like it seems at least on like social media or whatever that like they're like super strong. Uh, like Dallas, the fan base there is really strong. Oh, I um, wouldn't doubt it. Saints fan base is really strong. Patriots fan base is really strong. At least like uh, social media presence. Yes. I don't travel to all these cities, so I don't really know. Uh, but so you know, Washington, Washington, that fan, well, Philly. Mike, oh, Philly! I forgot about Philly. Philly, oh, that's probably one of the stronger ones. They're just rude. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Dallas is yeah. As, as, Dallas as well. is just overconfident. Uh, yeah, yeah. They believe they win a Super Bowl every year, Correct. but they don't even make the playoffs. How do you do that? Correct. They don't seem as self aware as like another fan, like the Giants. That the, that fan base seems to be very self aware. Like, look, we suck. We suck. <laughs> Our owner doesn't know what he's doing. We just traded our best player. <laughs> We're gonna suck again. <laughs> like we, we don't, might not win a game next year. We got we had the, we had two of the best skill position players in the league last year. Won like four games. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's, I know. I saw a tweet talking about ten and six. I said y'all be lucky to win six games. Ten man. and six. Ten and six. What? Ten first downs and six turnovers a game. Man, like, come on, man. I had that's, to tell him. I said, yo, you do realize you're not winning more than six I would say generally speaking those that fan base is a bit more self-aware uh, same thing with like the, the basketball the Knicks Knicks fans yeah maybe it's just a New York thing but like in Philly it's just like I, I'll kill you go Nick Foles <laughs> or well, Carson Wentz or, 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 or whatever so I'm not afraid of pissing off no no fan base I think Seahawks have the best one best linebacker trio okay well I will not say that's your hot take 
Cause no, we, that's not a hot take. We, we, I, someone said, told, someone tweeted me and said something about Dallas. Dallas is actually pretty good too. That's a good one. Well, yeah, we did. We we put in quotes on the board there. Dallas Cowboys are in the combo, but I'm gonna win. Mike is confident. I'm sure in September I will come around and be on board with Mike. But right now I'm gonna wait on it. We do have room for a Twitter question. We got one from our guy Ryan Turner. Oh, I remember that name. Turns 44. What a dope. Oh, yeah. No, nah, man. The, 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 the Cowboys got Sean Lee. Okay. Got Jalen can't, Smith. Can't, can't keep saying Sean Lee, man. The dude can't Why stay healthy. I say Sean Lee. Because he is. He, just call him Sean. He, he doesn't get the last name love. He's not healthy ever. Ouch. Bro. That doesn't mean he's not good, though. KJ just had two knee surgeries. You're, I can't. Well, there's a difference here. KJ had one year of injuries. My man Sean Lee has had multiple. There's a difference there. That's true. But when healthy, he's been really Okay, good. then you need to say when healthy. And he hasn't been healthy in, I think, maybe five-year stretch. Uh, he's He last played a full... He hasn't played ever played a full 16. Okay, well, then that's a problem played, right there. <laughs> Jeez Louise, my man. I know that didn't help my argument at all. No. <laughs> but when healthy... When has he been healthy, Mike? He has never played 16 games in uh, his career. He played 15. Oh, year. he was so close. They could have rested some them that year. Oh. I, don't I don't know that... The Is there an R in there, Mike, for rest? I'm joking. I don't, know if, they, I don't know if they do load management in, in, in football. <laughs> but, I mean, you go. You got Sean Lee. You got this Jalen Smith cat. And then you got I Layton, told you. Layton it's Van just Sean, bro. Okay. You got Sean, Leighton Vander Esch. Leighton Vander Esch has enough names for everyone. So, that's cool. <laughs> you got Leighton Vander Esch, Sean, and then Jalen Jalen Smith. Remember Jalen Smith? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, tore his ACL, came back, and had a great year. Uh, Yes. Yeah, he tore his ACL in college. College, I think, yes. Right before he got drafted. Draft. He dropped a little bit. But, yeah. Yes. I remember him. Notre Dame. Went to Notre Dame. That is fair. I think... Seattle, Dallas. I'm looking for a third team. I kind of want to say Minnesota, but I'm like, eh, it's tough. <laughs> Jalen Smith has played 16 games. Well, no surprise there, right, yeah, Mike? Just, My goodness. Just, just just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, we're going to throw good this. For, hold on. Real quick. Good for Michael Kendricks avoiding jail. That's always good. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's always good. It is. There's a lot of people out there facing jail time right now in the news. And it's just, you know, you got Jesse Smollett, you got R. Kelly. We don't even need to mention him. Yeah, we do because it's because it's because it's because it's entertaining. <laughs> Go ahead, you move on. Well, we do got Twitter questions from Ryan Turner again at Turns Forty Four. He says, "Since we are in the dog days of the off season, got a water cooler talk question if you have time, which we do. Now that Earl is gone, based on projection, excuse me, how many Hall of Fame players do the Hawks have on their current roster? B Wags and Russ. Beyond that, good looking out." Keep killing it. Appreciate the love, man. Uh, let's see. So I, I don't think this is the dog days of the NFL, just because this draft lead up. I think July is actually kind of. I don't dog, know, Mike. Dog, the dog days. We'd be, we'd be searching for stuff, man. We do. Well, that's because the Seahawks aren't active in free agency, and if that's we, why he said that because well, he listens and he's like. But oh. if we covered like another team, then we would probably have more, like the Giants, the Patriots, right? man. What are you saying? Or Cleveland, <laughs> or if we cover Cleveland. Giants or I mean like Philly like some teams teams who are who spend in free agency like if we had a Jets podcast right maybe you know yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh we can talk about Le'Veon AB all day so I think the dog days of July but that's just you know uh, I'm being being nitpicky that's the word facetious I don't know what facetious means <laughs> I don't I can't spell it so I can't Google it either how many Hall of Famers do they have on the team he named he gave us two thank you appreciate that right now I'm oh Dwayne Brown I would say there are... That's three. Two. That's it? You don't think Dwayne Brown? I think he would need to play at a, this level for a bit longer. I think he's I don't capable. Know, I don't know how... Yeah, I don't think he's not capable. I don't know how, how how long you have to be great as a left tackle 
to be in the uh, Joe t- Thomas was great for ten years. I think that does it for you. No, nah, he was he was there for a long time. Longer than ten years was it? Really? I don't know, man. I feel oh. like Joe Thomas was there forever. Though. Well, he you sucked know, for a long time. I know that much. Yeah, that, we that just seems didn't like forever. We don't. <laughs> so yeah, see, he was. Oh, see, Joe Thomas is not even just longevity. So yeah, he was ten years, but he made. How many Pro Bowls? Six Pro, ten Pro Bowls. Excuse me, six-time All-Pro. That's why he's getting in. Now there's probably some left tackles in there who didn't have those type of accolades. But see, Dwayne Brown's also in like year ten or eleven, and we're looking at one All-Pro season and four Pro Bowls. Okay, I think four he, Pro Bowls. So I think he would make it. He wouldn't be. He might not be first ballot. I don't know. The fact that they're separate. I know, Third right? ballot second is a dumb baseball hall of fame is the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world. Thirtieth. If you're if you're baseball, come at me. Like we can argue all day. And you know it's dumb. How many Especially if you're a Bears need? Fan. Yeah, it's like I mean t- t- Edgar stats they get better over time, right? It's like once he was done, they were done. Like if they're either either you got Hall of Fame stats or you don't. That's stupid the way they do that. Okay, so what we'll do is since he didn't give us a class and he didn't say hold up first round, first bout, excuse me, all the way up. I would say no on Dwayne. You'll say no? Okay, I'm gonna say yes. So you just think it's two B Wags and Russell? Right now with that <laughs> roster, Cam's technically still on the roster. Oh, He's gonna go Can't three. Get him, yeah. That's th- so a four for me. Okay. He's tech. He may not be on the roster for long, but yeah, yeah Cam. He, he Cam. won't. He right. Cam we'll, is we'll, there. Right now, we're doing this podcast. All right, that's what we have. Mike has three. You have Cam, B Wagon, Russ. Right. Mm-hmm. Final. Right, I see you thinking. That brain's working. I got another one. It's gonna blow your mind. Oh, just you said future, so this counts. Rashad Penny. That's future, future. <laughs> All right, now nah, I'm playing. I'm oh, playing. I was about to say. Dang, I think it's. I think we're not. We're going to see a stretch here. Where there's not going to be in our generation of football. We're not going to see any uh, uh, Hall of Fame running backs anymore. Now that might be a hot take. I don't think they're going to have the longevity. I think they're going to be so worthless to NFL to GMs and owners. Oh, after I see what you're saying. They're not going to be great for mm-hmm. as long. Yeah, I see exactly. Even going if you're like uh, uh, Zeke, who's going to have crazy numbers for like the first four or five years of his career, I don't think he's going to keep doing that for like another like four or five more that he would need to then get in. I think we're going to have a lot of dudes like that. I think really? Adrian Peterson might be one of the last ones. That Can gets I ask you a in. question, Mike? I don't know if you know this one. This is how this is how random is. I don't even know if you know this. Okay. Are there any punters in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. I think there's I, one. I think I know Ray, this, I, might, I think, this might be a hot take, but I think Michael Dixon might slip in there. I'm yeah, I think I think Ray Guy is in the uh, the Hall of Fame. The, 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 the award that's named after him, the College Punter Award, okay. is called the Ray Guy Award. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. I know, right? I pulled that up. But, uh, <laughs> that's why I was asking. I was like, I don't know if Mike knows this one. but I think uh, Michael Dixon won the Ray Guy Award. Hey, I got five people. <laughs> I'm throwing him in there. Mike's favorite player on the Seahawks. I'm taking him. Future Pro Bowler or yeah. me, Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, he became only the second pure kicker and the first punter to be. Ho- yeah, so Ray Guy is in there. All right, there good trivia it. question. I knew that off top of my head without <laughs> googling that. I googled right. the details to confirm it, but yeah, he got in in 2014. Okay, I do. I did know that. So Ryan, this is what we got. Mike has Mike. Go ahead and tell me who you got real quick. You have four, three guys. Who are your three again? Bobby, Russ, and Cam because he's on the roster. Yes, that's fair. They paying I'm, him. I'm going with Bobby. Russ, Cam, Mike Dixon, and I'm throwing in Dwayne Brown. I have five Hall of oh, Famers. Wow. Yeah, That's I think if, if let's say though I know I hate the what if scenario, and here I am doing it. Let's say Michael Dixon does this for the next ten years, he's definitely in there. Yeah, see, I think longevity is really important. Important oh, for yeah. the Hall of Fame. That's why I don't. I'm telling you, I don't think we're gonna get running backs in there. Like this generation, no, and we have, a good point. I don't think Based we're gonna get Saquon's and Zeke's yep. and Kamara's and Kareem Hunt. Well, Kareem Hunt ain't getting in now, oh. but. 
like guys like that, I don't think they're get Ty Gurley. Don't think he gets in. I think they're not gonna. They're gonna have like these Le'Veon. I think they're gonna have like these four or five year stretches where they're really good, and then that's it. Well, you just read Ben Baldwin's piece about Todd Gurley, and you're like, oh yeah, he's not getting. I'm about to have my own running backs piece here. Pretty. Not even joking. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. I can't wait to read that one. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm trying to track down Frank Gore for it. It'll okay, fun. it'll be fun. Cause oh, he'll get in. Frank will get in. Oh, that's longevity. Longevity, see? Adrian Peterson's, what, 50? Like, he'll get in. He just gets in off his name. Yeah, well, he's also one of the best running backs of all time. I think he, he, has a, he had a game where he went over 280 yards, 270 yards. Did something crazy. He's not fair. Yeah, he'll get in. But after that, I really don't think we'll see running backs get in. I think I that's don't. your hot take, Mike. I like that. Uh, yeah. It's pretty hot. It's, an, it's a lot more of an informed of a take than I usually give. That is true. The other one about Metcalf, I have no, I didn't even know he, who he was until like three months ago. <laughs> and then Mike was like, maybe, can I take that back? No, no you can't. I don't care. If the Seahawks draft him, that'd be wild awkward. But so you, you said I was going to be a what? I said you're going to be the best on the team. Go out there and do it, big fella. I ain't going to back down. I'm just saying, we just, we just not, we're gonna not going to start off on a good, on a good foot. Well, there you have it. That's fine. Appreciate the love and support. Yes, we are over an hour. This is the new format. We yeah, don't I have like any- it though. We I've gotten a lot of people saying they're actually enjoying the the hour. I feel like a lot of people's podcasts are long like this. Yeah, we we not we if we, unless we have a really potent guest, it probably won't go over an hour and thirty. I'll just say that much. No, I don't want to talk that long. I got well, stuff to do. Mike about to go home and write two <laughs> stories. He's right about oh, that. Oh man, one of these stories I'm digging into is taking me forever. So yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what it is, guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Seahawks Man to Man. Mike, where can they follow you at, man? Uh, come on, I'm verified. You know what it is. I had to ask, man. You know me. Yeah, no, nah, I'm verified. <laughs> Be sure to follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206. Man, did I forget something? You usually say your Twitter name again. That is right. I knew yeah. I do. Oh, rank, rank for, review, and subscribe. There I didn't is. forget that. That was in my head to say. Oh, but okay. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. We haven't told you I'll do that. Oh, yeah. If you like chains. our show, make sure you tell a friend about the show, and then they tell a friend. And then we have a bunch of friends and listen to the podcast, and you guys can discuss it, argue with us about this possible new rule change, et cetera, et cetera. We'll catch you all pretty soon, right, Mike? Yes, sir. All right. We out.